guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. I am uh, sitting with my friend Melissa. Well, we're each sitting in our own homes. <laughs> um, Melissa is a Ninja Parenting community member, and as such, um, especially in beta, but she was a founding member, so she she gets to have these conversations with me periodically. And um, today is our very first one. Uh, I really am so excited to talk to you, Melissa, because you were um, you've been with We Turned Out Okay almost from the start, I feel like. Do you remember, like, when did you find us? Like, Yes, I think it was last summer sometime. Mm-hmm. Do you and remember? It? Sorry, go it ahead. It was on Instagram, maybe. It was the I Instagram one. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I love that one. One of our photos or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I have a friend named Andre who um, he's actually, he's really big on Instagram like he's a prominent Instagram guy oh, and nice. he also um he right he has the most wonderful his his Instagram account is called inspiration er day because <laughs> he's from New Orleans <laughs> so that's kind of how he talks and um he came on the show to help parents um take better pictures with iPhones and I still use some of the tips that I learned from him and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna put that in the links to this episode and and um re- you know we can get everybody to go and listen to that. Uh, it was very valuable. I thought that was a really, really cool episode. I'm really glad that's where you came in. I, 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 uh, I've never asked you that before. So I think that's very cool. Yeah, I think that's definitely where it was. Yeah. Um, and I, so you are a member of the Ninja Parenting community. And um, that means that we get to have a conversation, which I'm so excited about. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of helping you uh, sort through a thorny problem of yours, and uh, I'm wondering if you might describe that issue that you're having at home. I, I think it's really my kids are home because they're homeschooled, and they're five, seven, and nine, and we all, including myself, have you know anxiety of new situations, and it's just hard navigating you know, what's anxiety and why they're getting upset and then how to help them get through that and myself as well. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, this fall we've done a lot of new things. We have a new co-op that we're going to. There's a new program at the Y. So it's just, you know, navigating their stress level or their anxiety as well as my own about new situations. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, gosh, I feel like I have so many questions for you. <laughs> how Actually, first of all, how old are the kids? Five, and ha- seven, and nine. Five, seven, and nine. And how long have you yeah. been homeschooling? It hasn't been long, right? No, we just started in January with the two older, and the younger one was still in um, like a daycare preschool setting three days a week until I think it was June. Okay, yeah. So this is so really your first... Right now. Your, this is really your sort of first school year with the... Um, you know, with the, uh, all, all of you at home, basically all of you, like with the homeschooling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And are they, are they in the background right now? 
I think that's the dog. Oh, that's the, oh, cool. We um we do not have a they're dog up, anymore for a while. We had a couple dogs, and they were one. We fostered them, and they were wonderful. And um, yeah. what's it like to ha- to to homeschool sort of with a full time dog? <laughs> it's it's interesting. He is a neurotic mess. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor baby. Is he a puppy or? He's um. We got him maybe two years ago, around two years ago. Yeah. Oh. Cutie pie. <laughs> um, and I just getting back to the anxiety. Um, I'm wondering, do you know, is it, is there one child who has more anxiety than the others? Or do, do you sort of see it equally? Is it at different times of day? And it sounds like you're also saying that you have some anxiety. And um, yeah, how does that show up with the kids? You know, it's different in each one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest, it's more, you know, when it comes to making a decision, he just kind of hits a roadblock. Yeah, or if he, we go, he I, feels I paralyzed. Party, yeah, yeah. Or I remember going to a birthday party a little over a year ago, and it's a place we had never been before. So both of us were a little nervous, you know, finding the house, mm-hmm. setting, go through the front door, go to the backyard, and when I was walking up to the front door, I turned around and he was gone. He'd run back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> So with him, it's more that, um, yeah, paralysis probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, with the with the younger ones, um, the middle one, it's it probably comes out more as like anger or behavior issues. Uh huh. Okay, so you know he's feeling anxious, and that's at the base of these. But what he's doing is he's he's being he's acting out a little bit more. I think so, and yeah. that that one's a she, and it's it's definitely. Oh. It's hard to decide, too, because I think she also has maybe sensory processing stuff. So mm-hmm. it's. They often go hard. hand in hand. Yeah. 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 And then with the youngest. The youngest is she's more the happy go lucky one. But the it's you, you can see a little of it, but it's more, you know, typical just, you know, figuring out what her comfort level is. Yeah, yeah. So knowing herself and then deciding yeah. how she's going to approach a situation or, or yeah. whatever. Uh, it mm-hmm. sounds like in your among your three kids are the kinds of anxieties that that um, that we see, I mean, in in lots of families. Um, I, I loved how you kind of talked about how the oldest, it's a new situation. It's getting used to a new situation. That, that really yeah. made me think of my oldest. Um, and is he an introvert? your son? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I, I, um, there's this wonderful book called quiet by Susan Cain. And I yeah. actually did, um, a couple shows, uh, back in the spring about introverts and extroverts because I was blown away by how much of a difference that can make in, in a person's life. Um, Susan Cain also has a podcast and it's also called quiet. And in it, she <laughs> talks about a family that she's worked with where one of the kids was a big introvert, like, you know, had had real trouble integrating into even with just a few kids or whatever. And um, he was very thoughtful and he wanted to think through things before he was sort of had to be thrust into them. And the family was like, what's wrong with this kid? Like he they they were um, punishing him almost or, dis- you know, disciplining him. Not I don't mean punishing physically, but they were saying to him, you know, you're in the wrong here. This is wrong. The wrong thing. And they would they would like uphold his brother who would kind of beat him up. You know, or um, like they felt like the introverted one 
was more in the wrong than the than the the one who was uh, extroverted and, and almost bullying. And yeah. it's like just the, the kind of family that's around you can really impact whether you're perceived negatively or positively um, in in your family. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. it sounds like you're you're on the right track. You're doing the right things. You're like, I would bet that when when you found him at, back in the car at that birthday party, you didn't drag him by the hand and pull him in immediately. You probably sat and talked with him and, yes. you know, tried to make him feel better. And I, I love that. I think that's because what you're doing there is you're honoring your child's needs. Um, and I, I, I guess I would say that that's kind of a, an, anxiety, an, an, an idea that I would pursue to kind of alleviate the anxiety a little bit. Um, with my oldest, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll say, okay, um, and it's, it's a fine line because you don't want to be like, okay, we're going to go to Disney World and there's lots of loud things at Disney World and there's people everywhere. <laughs> and I mean, like we really our son was afraid of the firework. He, we, we didn't even want to, we wanted to go to Disney, but we wanted to do it in a way that was acceptable for him. And what we learned was that it worked best with him to basically say like, we're going to do this awesome thing and let him come up with the questions about it rather than telling him all the things that he might need to be afraid of. (laughs) Um, and so I don't know if you're doing that, but that, that can be helpful. Um, and then to say to him, like, you know, you got earplugs if you if you or or how do you think you might handle it if if he brings up a question like so for example my oldest was like yeah but there's fireworks and there's you know loud noises what am I going to do about that and and we were we'd kind of turned it back on him and we said well what do you think and he was like well I have earplugs <laughs> we were like yeah. there you go you know um and and that's that worked really, really well. And actually, I was thinking for your daughter, who's got some kind of sensitivity uh, things going on, because our Max also had that. Like he, uh, and he still does, but he's he's worked it out. He doesn't wear jeans because he doesn't like the feel of jeans, so he wears cargo pants. Cargo pants, you know. Yeah. And um, you have mentioned in your email. Um, you wrote, I think the whole family feeds off each other's negative energy. And there are days that a black cloud seems to follow us. And I'm wondering, can you describe that a little bit more? Well, it's just kind of, you know, a morning where we get up and maybe one kid has not slept the best or come down and is just grumpy. And we, of course, try to meet that with, you know, some sort of positivity and try to feed them or do some sort of activity that will get them going. Mm-hmm. But on a morning where we actually have to get out the door, you have a little less patience for that, I think. Yeah, that is so because, hard. So it's hard to not let yourself, you know, go into the grumpy or, you know, angry or whatever and uh, not meet that the way you should. Oh, yeah, I hear you. Um, and it's definitely a learning process. Um, and I'm wondering, is there like, do you do you do they know what's coming up? I noticed with my kids when they were younger, because we're homeschoolers too, and and we would have almost exactly the kind of morning you're describing where um, they're not used to getting out of the homeschoolers are not typically good at, there's a lot of people in our world who are sort of chronically late. And, um, and that's, it's okay for a park day or something. It's not so good for a doctor's appointment or a class that is starting at a certain time or whatever. And um, I, you know, what I did about it was I started to think, first of all, they, they love to know what was coming up. So um, I would write I would write down for the next day, you know, today, I would write it down 
the night before, but I would basically write like Thursday. Um, we have this in the morning and this in the afternoon, and this is what's for dinner. And um, just something small that they could kind of re- go back to and look at again if they if they wanted to, because kids like to know what's coming up. But then we yeah. also started, and I have this chronic illness. So the wrench that was thrown in our works was actually kind of a blessing because I have been unable to do things for them for like five years. So I've had to say to them, all right, guys, if we're going to get to the museum tomorrow and see the people that we love and go to this exhibit or whatever, what, what can we do tonight to get ready for it? And, um, I kind of put the power back in their hands and they, I mean, they've gotten to the point where they, they'll make their own lunches before co-op and, um, they'll and this took a while i mean it's not like you can just say to them all right have at it <laughs> yeah, you want to bring some practice. some yeah exactly some cheeses for lunch today that's great beautiful um there have been days where my my youngest has taken uh, rice cakes and lemonade to his co-op and he and i'm like okay if that's what you i mean fine if that's what you want for lunch um right. so so maybe involve them a little bit more in the in the planning yeah is, is that a possibility it definitely is. And I've been looking uh, for a good like whiteboard calendar because mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it to them. I don't know that I necessarily set it out or remember in the morning necessarily to even tell them, oh, today's Tuesday, September, whatever. Mm-hmm. So some of that lack of awareness definitely contributes to the problem. Yeah, it can make them feel a little bit nervous if they don't know what's coming up in their in their day. Um, right. Especially if they, um, I don't know, you haven't always homeschooled. I, I remember you writing to me early on about like wanting to take kids out of school. And, and in fact, you just told yeah. me that you started homeschooling last January. <laughs> Good memory, Karen. Right. Um, so they, I think kids who are used to like you see the schedule you spend half an hour here and then you line up and you go there it can be really hard for them to sort of go into a world of like hey it's wednesday hooray (laughs) without any sort of idea about what's coming up and uh and i think we all like to know what's coming up um my kids yeah i think when i quit when i quit working it, it definitely took a while to to realize no you you need to you're not working, so you don't have to set like an exact list of the day, but it does need to be some sort of morning routine to kind of get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, recognizing that, I think, is the first step. And uh, believe me, our our setup is so not fancy. It does consist of a whiteboard, but even if, like, it's just, it's probably one foot by 18 inches or something like that. And um, yeah. It has our cell numbers on it in case we're not home. Now, you, I think your kids are a little younger, um, but if we're not home and and somebody needs to get in touch with us, you know, we do have our cell phone numbers on the on the board. But um, right. for the most part, it's just like you know, today we've got this going on, that going on. Um, you got these chores you need to do, or actually, we've gotten to a point where we'll say, "What chores do you need to do by the end of the month?" Because um, our kids are sort of paid on a salary basis, and if they if they don't get all of their chores done, which it's a reasonable amount. It's not crazy, but um, they they get docked and pay, so can't have that. Um, <laughs> so that's become, I think, with practice and time, it it it, it has gotten easier for us. Um, and I wanted to also mention, uh, I loved this. You wrote, um, I've been thinking about incorporating mindfulness, yoga, or gratitude, or something along those lines in our everyday routine. And I know it's a little bit of a departure. I think we've been talking about some great concrete things that you can do on a daily basis. But um, I I incorporate 
gratitude, especially into my day every single day. And um, I feel like it's helped me so much. And I'm, I'm wondering if you've thought any more about doing that or, or how you might um, go about implementing it. Yeah, I, that's something new that I noticed some other people mentioning. And they there was even somebody that said that was part of their homeschool curriculum. They even found a day-by-day thing. And I, I do think that would be a good thing for us and the kids, just to focus on more of those things that we like and getting into that positive headspace instead of allowing ourselves to all get sucked into grumpiness. Like if one person gets up and is really off, you know, you don't, we don't want to all then be grumpy. Yeah. Have because, be, be brought down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just figuring out those little things that each kid or each parent even really needs in the morning mm-hmm. to get going in that positive space. Do you guys get to eat a meal together as a family during the day or at dinner? We, I mean, we do, we did a lot in the summer. Right now we have, dance or soccer or a game mm, like most four nights. Nights a week. so it's it's definitely gotten a little chaotic and yeah. the same with the days there have been field trips and a new co-op and a new program at the y so lunch is kind of out again yeah yeah it's almost like you're you're not you know yeah i because i was gonna recommend um something that we have really fought hard for through those years of um soccer and all that kind of stuff was to was to try and have family dinner every night of the week even if it was like at four o'clock in the afternoon I mean you know as soon as my husband would get home from work and we would we would basically do that and um we don't do this as often anymore but um when the kids were younger we we would everybody would go around the table and um either talk about something good that happened to them that day um sometimes my husband came up with this wonderful idea which is it just just because it provides things to talk about like the, you see the kids insights he would say okay so so tell me about or tell us about one really great thing that happened to you today or what was your favorite thing on the vacation we just finished up or whatever and what was the toughest thing or what did you what did you dislike the most or something like yeah. that and um you know those conversations around a table when you're sharing a meal um can do a lot can, and i think that if you can do it that might be a neat way to bring it into your lives like on a daily basis but of course you have to be eating together first <laughs> yeah and I think we kind of when we plan ahead that's a conversation my husband and I have had a lot recently just because the the schedule has gotten so crazy that we haven't really done a good job mapping it out ahead of time and saying oh that night somebody has to be somewhere and I'll be home at five and somebody else has to leave by six so yeah. if we have something that you can pull out and put on the table at five we can all eat together yeah yeah, if we don't plan ahead, then five to six is a race to find, you know, a bowl of cereal and a smoothie pop or something. Yeah, yeah. And in our community, I don't know if you've had a chance to to look at them yet. I, you're you're so busy. I mean, this this time of year, everybody is just so swamped with trying to figure it out. So I'm not berating you in any way if you haven't had a chance to look yet. <laughs> but in the Ninja Parenting community, there is um, a class that I'm putting modules up for. There's three modules up now. Well, there's two modules, but three videos because there's two in the second module. But um, it's called Maintain Your Sanity, Even With Kids. And the first one is totally about scheduling. And in fact, there's even a uh, there's a PDF of the schedule that we use here at home. And um, if you haven't had a chance to use it yet, I, I, I would I would really highly recommend that you give it a try. 
I think I even downloaded it. I just didn't. <laughs> yeah, actually... haven't. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think for us, what's really worked is Sunday has become a day of scheduling. We'll take half an hour out of the out of the Sunday morning and my husband and I will sit down and we'll be like, okay, what are we having for dinner this night and that night? And what are the activities we need to think about this week? Um, that's where that schedule really comes in handy. But any schedule will work. I mean, just a list or something. Um, yeah. And I guess... With all of that, oh, I know, I know what I was. Gonna, I was just going to finish up by saying sometimes it is so darn hard to be like, to be like, we got to do this. It's Sunday, but if you can overcome that, that's what we found. Because you just, it's almost like, oh, but it's it's coffee in the newspaper. It's yeah. it's church. <laughs> it's like you don't have to. It's it's what we want to do, you know. And we, um, we don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you can find just a half hour somewhere on a Sunday to to plan the week. Um, I predict that it would go much better for you guys. Yes. I think you'd have, be having yeah. less anxiety, which was really the the topic of this whole discussion, and then um, kind of a happier family. Exactly. Uh, well, I think at the end of every um, coaching call, what what I'm instituting is, and not to put you on the spot, but I'm I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> a little bit. Um, in the next 24, 48 hours, is there one thing that we've talked about today that you um, could implement? that you would think I will definitely be getting a calendar and doing the scheduling better awesome awesome okay so then what I'm going to ask you to do is when you have it um post about it in our forums and we will keep you accountable okay over there all right yes that sounds perfect yay okay well um I'm really glad I'm just I'm so thankful to you Melissa um because you're one of the first people who um who reached out about we turned out okay and basically said like um you know what this is something that's really important to me and um you know for a for a fledgling podcaster that was a really exciting <laughs> email to get <laughs> and um so I want to thank you for that and I want to thank you also for just letting me um into your world a little bit and letting me um kind of help you with with all the stuff that families struggle with but um it's been a real privilege to get to know you and um and an honor to have you in our community as well Thank you. And thank you for all of the resources you put out there for everybody. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's, um, it's, it, to be honest, it's what gets me up in the morning. You guys are what, what get me going in a day. So <laughs> there's a dog putting in his, yeah. Chiming in. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to, uh, just say thank you to everybody for listening. I'm really glad you got to hear, um, this Ninja Parenting Community, uh, call your child explain call and i really hope it helped you in your parenting um everybody can use a better schedule and everybody can use less anxiety in their lives so hopefully this has been helpful um i'm gonna hang up and say bye-bye for now <laughs> do you have a question about something your kid is doing that is driving you crazy well don't let that continue as gordon from sesame street always says asking questions is a good way of finding something out Put my master's degree in early childhood education and years of experience working with young children to work for you. Go to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact or email me at karen at weturnedoutokay or ask your question on the Facebook fan page, which is the We Turned Out Okay podcast page or Instagram at weturnedoutokay or on Twitter at Stone Age Techie or you can even snail mail it to me, Karen Lockhope. P.O. Box 61, Bellingham, Massachusetts, 02019. And you'll get your question answered here on a future Your Child Explained episode. 
We'll see you here for the next episode of We Turned Out Okay. Thanks so much for listening. 